The Gospel Shaped Home Podcast is a family discipleship resource from Providence Baptist Church in Raleigh, North Carolina that aims to equip you and your family to be on mission with God to the end of the street and the ends of the earth. Welcome back to another episode of Gospel Shaped Home. We're really thankful that you've joined us, and I am joined again by Brian and Tabitha Frost. Welcome back, guys. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So we have four kids. Right when we came back from Turkey nearly two years ago, my youngest child, Micah, he was almost four at the time, was trying to get his bearings at Providence. And, you know, we have two Brian's on staff, Brian Nelson and Brian Frost. And so we had started using the terms Nelly and Frosty as shorthand designations in the house to, to make it clear. And, and one day Micah, or someone had said, Brian, Pastor Brian, and Micah said, you mean the one with the frosty hair? So <laughs> we had a conversation recently, Brian, about how your, your, your name, obviously Frost, mm-hmm. you could be frosty for that, but mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a shine to it. There to is. The gray. You know, it's not it's just wisdom. like gray. Yeah. It's yeah. like you frosty. Know, I think it's Solomon that said it's a crown of wisdom. Well, so I'm going to go with that. Well, we're glad <laughs> you're here to share some of that wisdom with us, brother. Thank you. Today, I want to talk about how to cultivate a healthy marriage when you're busy. Most of the families at Providence have a lot going on, especially if you've got young kids in the home. It's just really easy to let your marriage kind of fall to the wayside, to fall into disrepair, to not be intentional, to not be attentive to cultivating intimacy and health in your marriage. And so I just want to ask you guys, how did you and how can families at Providence cultivate marital health when you're busy? I think that's such a great, great question. I want to start answering that first because, you know, you've heard the term, the squeaky wheel. Brian will say everything. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I got to get my words in when I can. You know, you hear the the phrase, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. And when you're raising kids, they squeak a lot. And so they tend to get a lot of our attention. And so I think it's so important to prioritize your spouse during, especially during the season um, when the kids are young, but even as the kids get older, because you want to model that for your kids. I think, you know, if you're not careful, the only time you have one-on-one time together is when your kids are asleep and then they don't recognize that you're prioritizing your spouse. So one thing that we did, especially we started it when our kids were really little and our kids are very close in age right now. They're 17, 18 and 19. So at one point they were one, two and three. But when the kids were really little, we started to daily have couch time. And what we would do on the couch was we would talk, we would go over what we've been doing during the day. It wasn't the time when I just spewed all the bad things that the kids had been doing. That's what, not what we used it for. We used it to show our kids that we were prioritizing each other and our kids could be in the room with us, but we didn't let them be on the couch with us. So let me start over. What it looked like was when Brian would come home from work, he would greet the kids because I taught those kids to want their daddy to be home and to be excited when their daddy was home because then someone else could have. You're excited. I was very excited when daddy would get home. So it's like, yay, daddy's home. And he would, he would hug him. He'd wrestle with him. He'd um, play with him for just a few minutes. And then he'd say, okay, it's time for mommy. And the boys had to leave dad. They could be in the room with us when they were little. As they grew older, we wouldn't even let them be in the room with us because we wouldn't be able to concentrate on what we were trying to say to each other. But when they were little, we'd let them be in the room with us, but we wouldn't let them be on the couch with us. We wouldn't let them interrupt our conversation. And this didn't just happen. We had to train them. And it was only for 15 minutes. And probably when we started, it may have started out as five or 10 minutes. So you kind of have to gradually build up, get your kids used to the fact that daddy's my priority right now and I'm daddy's priority and you need to give us time 
time together. And so that was something we did every day, at least every work day. Mm-hmm. And, but that was, that was a little thing, you know, in order to prioritize your spouse, it doesn't have to be a grand gesture. The daily little things I think make a big difference, but we also had monthly dates, yearly trips and other things. Brian, you want to talk about our monthly dates and how they change throughout the years? Yeah, I think one thing on that actual on that time when you just prioritize each and every day is that we wanted our kids to see that we loved each other, that we had this amazing relationship that was real, that was full of grace. It was it was certainly full of hope. And so instead of just waiting for them to be in bed, we chose to intentionally give a few moments when when I got home to show them that we really did enjoy actually being together. And so each month when they were young, we had two dates. Normally they were outside of the house and they don't have to be expensive. They don't always have to be super creative. It's just intentional time where where we had we had a lot of amazing people from church who loved to care for our kids because they cared for us. And so uh, that really provided us just a great opportunity. And so at least... Twice a month, we would go out and just spend time with each other. As as our kids grew, though, it, like it just got harder and harder to do that twice a month. And so what we actually moved to was one date outside of the house and one date in. And so what we would do is on the one inside the house, we would we would put the kids down for bed and then we would we would talk and we would pray for the kids. We would pray for things in our life. Uh, and then we would just talk about things like faith and finances, fitness, our family and our friends. And so it was all uh, start with F. By they the way. did. They all start. Yeah. So I got that from uh, preacher, Dave Owen. preacher at heart. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Yeah. Dave, a master of alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so, so we did that monthly and then we did trips and for trips, even when they were little, we, we had trips where we would certainly uh, have the whole family there, but at least one time a year, we would just, at times it was just one weekend. Sometimes it was a full week though, where we went and they were really meaningful times, not only for us and for our marriage and for rest, but it also was really informative to them in terms of the priority that we had for each other. Yeah. I think it was also good because it helped give our kids confidence in knowing that they were okay when they were with us and they're okay when we were not with them. We, we were very blessed in, in that we had friends that we felt comfortable with keeping our children. And obviously you want to be careful who you'd leave your children with. We, my parents were also very helpful and willing to come and watch our kids for us. I do want to say something about the dates. We did talk about our our finances and our faith and our friends and our family and our fitness. Um, but we also had fun. We um, that also starts with F. That also starts with F. We would um, watch movies together. Sometimes we would read books or watch video series together and discuss it. But our date times changed throughout the years as well. When the kids were little and they go to bed early, We would do it at night when the boys were down for bed. That's when we would have our time together. But as the kids grew up, Brian had Fridays off because obviously Sunday's a work day. And so our date time moved to uh, Friday mornings when the kids were in school or things like that. So it, it changed and you kind of have to. Is that when Brian started taking you to the Y for a date? I know. 
That's very exciting. <laughs> that way we could knock out fun and fitness at yeah, the same right, time. Same time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, we had to figure out what worked best for our schedule based on the ages and stages of our, our kids. Yeah. But so you've got, a, you've got a daily rhythm, couch time. You've got kind of a monthly rhythm of these, you know, dates, whether sometimes in the house, sometimes out of the house, but, uh, uh, and then your kind of annual mm-hmm. vacation trip sort of rhythms. What else? Uh, any other things you guys did? So we also, we like doing projects together, but when our kids were young, sometimes the projects were intentional hospitality. And so we wanted our kids to see us working towards that together. And when we were hospitable, to, we would have friends over and the kids would be able to see us preparing for it together. So it wasn't that as the mom, I had to do mommy all the cooking, all the work, I had to do right. all the cleaning, I had to do all the um, prepping. No, dad, Ron did that with me. And so that was something that it was kind of a common goal that helped to just increase our love for each other as we're working on a common goal together. So we wanted our kids to see us doing that. Now they see us, you know, one of the things that we like doing together is home improvement projects. And so sometimes our dates are, you know, let's see, we discuss family, fun, <laughs> fitness, uh, and fixer uppers. I guess you could put that in as another F. How does that work? You know, fixer uppers, bu- building a patio, painting a room, working on my kitchen. <laughs> well, I, I think this, this really actually, it's really helpful to think about not everything is just inward focused with your marriage, but you guys side by side are, are doing meaningful things together. You're, when you mentioned hospitality, right. you're investing in others together. And, you know, that's an, another way to bring kids in as well. As they get older, you can, you know, when we were in Turkey, we would all the time prepare together. I shouldn't say all the time. There were times when Erica did most or all of the preparation, but a lot of times we would prepare together for guests to come over or to go to someone's house and we would talk as a family, pray, Hey, how can you be a blessing to this family who's coming? Mm -hmm. How can you honor the Lord as we're together with Mm -hmm. them? And so then seeing you guys united in purpose, um, I think it's, I want to give a shout out right now to our singles at Providence, because when our kids were little, we were in the singles ministry. And so um, for those of you who are married and parenting, maybe consider um, the singles in your life that would love to feel like they're part of your family. Include them in part of your family events like the holidays and look around and see the singles because they might be your best source of babysitting and they would probably love to be part of your family. So consider that when you're thinking about babysitters as well. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay. Any final encouragements uh, or thoughts on this? How to cultivate a healthy marriage when you're busy? Just do it. It doesn't have to be big. That's true. And I think that, that we, for 22 years, we really do love each other and we like each other. And so these things that we did to show priority was, um, was not obligation. Uh, it was a lot of enjoyment, but what it also did, which I think is so important is it shows the kids is that they are a part of something that's healthy and that, and that we depend on them. Correct. Yeah, that's exactly right. Good. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for being here and Thank you for joining. I hope to see you next time on the Gospel Shaped Home. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Gospel Shaped Home podcast produced by Providence Baptist Church of Raleigh, North Carolina. For more information and resources from Providence, visit us online at pray.org. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. 